despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. You cannot become a successful person or even approach your full potential with self-imposed limitations blocking your mind from expansion. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you to use those of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is a question that I'm going to help you answer. I'm not going to answer it for you. I'm going to help you answer. The question is, 
What does seeing success mean to you? What does seeing other people be successful? What does that mean to you? And I'm going to get into the context of why I'm asking that question. And then we're going to go into the different options you have for answering this question. But before we do any of that, let me remind everyone, send out a text message every day called the Daily Motivation. Another one called the Monday Motivation I send out every week. You can get those texts by joining my text community. It is free to join. The number is 305-384-6894. It is listed down below in the description to this episode, wherever you're consuming this. Don't get an immediate response when you send that text. You should get a response from our bot. If you don't, it's because we still haven't fixed our tech issues, but we will get that fixed. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the place where I do all of my coaching. That's the only place I do any coaching. If you would like to have me as your direct coach, we can help you through the mindset, strategy, systems, accountability, decision-making, moving forward in your business, mapping out the future of your business, deconstructing the past of your business, and just dealing with the challenges that are in front of you, maybe even sussing out the challenges that are present in your life or business, but that maybe you have not yet even identified. I can help you with all of that. You listen to this show. I'm not just, this is not just a pitch. I'm telling you, listen to the show. Now you can hear me deconstruct problems and take complex situations and break them down to their simplest terms and then give them back to you in a way that anyone can not only understand, but actually go use and apply. I do that on this show every single day. So of course I can help an individual person do it because if I can do it for a general audience where I had to be more I had to keep the topic more broad because I want to make sure everyone can understand it. Imagine when I'm talking specifically to you and I know your specific situation and specifically what you're working on and your exact products and services and business and everything and you personally. Imagine how detailed we can get and how granular we can get and how specific and targeted we can get with working on your personal stuff. That's what happens in Work On Your Game University. So I would suggest just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You don't have to. Well, you should take my word for this. But then go to work on your game university.com. You can see all the things that I'm saying. You can see it all in writing. You can schedule a time to get on a call with us free of charge. We'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go. And we believe we can help you. We believe you'd be a fit. We'll tell you how it works and we'll go from there. Again, work on your game university.com. That out the way, let's get into the topic. What does seeing success, seeing others' success, what does that mean to you? And let me give the context of what this question that we're going to address here actually means. This episode is really about a philosophical, rhetorical question, but not really rhetorical because you're going to answer it in your own mind. It'll be rhetorical as I record it because you're not here to answer back. But we're going to dig into your mindset and the way that you look at life, the way you look at opportunity, and most importantly, the way you look at yourself. That's what this episode is about. We need to get clear on your answers to the main question and these other questions, how you look at life, opportunity, and yourself, because it has a huge effect on what you actually do has a huge effect on what you try to do. And both of those combined into what you actually achieve, your outcomes and your results in life. And if you listen here often enough, you know that I often use the phrase results-based business. That being life is a results-based business. So the result does matter. Point number one, topic once again, is what does seeing others' success mean to you? Number one, when you see success in another person, let's say you see another person achieve a success, maybe something that you're trying to achieve. They just did it maybe faster than you. Maybe they did it bigger than you. Maybe you weren't even thinking about achieving that success, but you see someone else achieve some success in some area that you're like, oh, that's cool that that person got that success. Maybe they reached their goal. They were trying to get to a level eight goal and they got to it. And you're right now at a level five. You're trying to get to a level eight goal that's different, but it's parallel. And they did it. When you see someone else do that, you could see it as meaning that someone can do that thing. So if you see someone doing something that maybe you want to do, you haven't done it yet, but they did it. 
you look at that and say, okay, well, that's proof that somebody can do it. Maybe not necessarily you, but someone. Someone can do it because clearly there's the proof of that person right there. It's like you seeing somebody make a lot of money and you say something like, well, good for them. Say or think good for them, but that doesn't really have anything to do with me because, you know, my situation is not directly their situation. So it's cool that they did it, but that has nothing to do with no necessarily me doing it. While you are literally correct, it does not have anything to do with you. It could provide some clues for things that could have a lot to do with you, depending on what it is. It depends on how you choose to look at it, though, whether there are clues in there that you could use or if there's nothing in there that is relevant to you at all in any way, shape or form. Nothing relevant whatsoever. This is all based on the way you choose to look at the situation. And this is the whole point. The whole point is how you look at a situation, even if it's someone who's in a completely different space from you, doing a completely different thing in a different country, in a different industry, and you've never met this person and never met anyone who looks, sounds or smells like them. The fact that they achieved a certain level of success, there could be some clues in there, but the way that you are mentally wired and you can alter your wiring in many different ways, the way that you're mentally wired will determine whether or not you even see the possibility there or if you don't. Everyone following where I'm at here? What happens with many people is that they look at others who have created some level of success, even people who are in their exact same lane. So let's say you're a basketball player and someone else achieves a higher level of success than you in basketball. You're an entrepreneur who sells widgets and someone else sells that same widget and they are just selling 100 times more than you and they just had some great idea that popped off and they sold a bunch of widgets. Many people look at someone doing the exact same thing as them, achieving a high level of success. And you know what these people do? And this is the tragedy is that they don't even get curious about what did that person do? How did they do it? And look, how could I maybe borrow or steal from what that person did, borrow or steal an idea from that person that I could use to boost my own success? What can I borrow from what I see this person doing? And again, this is a mindset, folks. This has nothing to do with your actual skills. It has nothing to do with your resume. It has nothing to do with the outcomes you have produced or failed to produce up to this point. This is all about just the way that you choose to look at the success that someone else has created. There is something in there that you could use, but you have to be looking for it. You got to have your mind wired to look for, okay, what could I take from that that I could possibly use myself? And again, this is a way that you can train your mind to think like this. If you've been listening to this show for some time, you may have heard me talk about, I often discuss you know, my process for coming up with ideas for content because I get asked, Often enough, when people see the depth of the content that I've created and the volume of content that I've created, people often ask me, Dre, how is it that you're able to create so much material? You put out material. I literally put out material every day. I'm putting out content every day since 2005. The subject matter has changed and the formats are not always the same, but I've always put out content. I put out content every day for damn near 20 years straight. And people often ask me, how are you able to come up with so many ideas? Well, one of the reasons is I have trained my mind to seek possibilities for content in every single thing that I encounter. Everything that I go through and deal with and engage with in life, I'm looking for an opportunity. Like, What's the content that I could possibly get out of this? And it could be something short and quick, like a tweet level or status update or a text message level idea. Or it could be something that goes a little bit longer, like an episode of this show where I might talk for 45 minutes straight because I have something to say on a certain subject. Or it could be a YouTube video that's 10 minutes. Or it could be a reel that I put on Instagram or TikTok that's what, 90 seconds. So 
I have trained my brain, though, to look for these things. The whole point is I've trained myself to look for this stuff. So in the series that I just did, seven part series on the 21 things you believe about marketing that are not true. Well, I told you all a story. I believe it was the last episode, yesterday's episode, where I told you how I went to go pick up a burger and fries in this place. They forgot the bacon on the burger two different times that I went to this place. And then the person was trying to give me a hard time about giving me a refund, like telling me I had to do it online because I had made the order online so they couldn't process the refund in the store. And she was basically doing everything wrong that was really hurting the marketing that she was doing for that company that she works for. She said she was the general manager. And the difference between general manager and an owner, she's a manager, not an owner. And the owner is not even going to realize that his or her company or their, if it's a group, they're losing money because they lost the customer in me. And anybody who I tell about it, anybody who ever mentions that place in Miami and say, don't go there because they're terrible. Let me tell you what they did. And I'll tell you the bad story and my bad experience there. I'm costing them money because of the experience that I have with them. And I made content out of that. That's the point. I wrote an article about it and I talked about it here on the show and I'll probably talk about it again sometime in the future. All right. So I'm creating content out of every single thing that I go through, whether it be something positive or something negative or even things that are neutral. It could be something random that happens. Like I went to Whole Foods a week or two ago and the price of the hot bar food is like 50 percent higher than it was five years ago, like literally 50 percent higher. Like that's crazy. And I took that concept, put it into an article and I said, hey, if you're an entrepreneur, you need to be leveling your game up because if you're not giving more value to your audience, then they probably won't be willing to give you more money, which means you're not going to be able to keep paying for this food whose price is going up. Our right, whole food's price went up. I don't know if they made a big announcement about it, but that price did go up. It was $12 a pound to get food from the hot bar. I said, that's crazy. I'm not buying from here anymore. Not that I necessarily can't afford it, but just on principle alone, I could probably get the same food for cheaper. I just may have to do a little bit more work. I'm willing to do it. I'm not paying $12 a pound for hot bar food. That's a little bit too much. And see, that's why I got a meal delivery service. I was just there on the weekend. But anyway, I went on a tangent there. The whole point is many times people just don't get curious about how they could borrow from what somebody else is doing. And again, this is about training your brain. I went on that tangent there to help you all explain when you train your brain, this is how you can start to pick up on these things without even you don't even have to consciously be thinking about it. But your brain is trained to think, how can I get some content out of this? When you see someone else being successful or what are they doing? that I could borrow from, even if you're not, again, you may not even be in their lane. What are they doing that I could use? What's something in here that I could benefit from? Okay. When you see someone who's doing something similar to you, I would encourage you to look at that success this way. This is what the way I would encourage you to do it. Don't necessarily drop everything that you're doing to try to copy everything another person is doing because you probably can't and it probably not going to make sense for you anyway. But do consider what do you see in them that you could possibly, again, borrow or copy and use for your own purposes. And you should do this as much as possible if you're a person who's trying to become successful, because you never know where you may get the right idea from. You may get a great idea from something that, again, has nothing to do with anything that you have going on. Remember, I heard Kobe Bryant say this. He was talking about speed and agility, and he was talking how he was watching National Geographic or one of those shows where the big cats like the cheetahs and the jaguars and they go chasing after prey. And he said he was watching the show and he heard how the narrator was explaining that the big cats, I don't know which one it was, the cat, leopard, lion, cheetah, one of those, when they're chasing after their prey, that their tail actually moves as a counterbalance whenever they're making sharp turns, that the tail actually balances them out when they're moving around so that they have maximum agility. And Kobe was 
drawing a parallel between that tail and something that he was talking about, because human beings, we don't have tails. And I think he was talking about his sneaker. I don't know exactly how it translated. I don't remember the exact statement that he said, but I remember him saying that, that he noticed something about the big cat and that got him to thinking about how he trains for basketball, et cetera, et cetera. The whole point being Kobe's mind was conditioned to look for any slight edge he could get for himself to, so he could be the best player he could possibly be on a basketball court. And he got it from watching some cats chasing around gazelles in Africa on National Geographic. That's the way that I want your mind to think when it comes to your success. Right? The fact that someone else did it should be a clue to you. And if someone be a lion or a cheater. If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you have to do is read the label. It's right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long, if you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later. Point number two, today's topic, once again, what does seeing others' success mean to you? Number two, it could mean that anyone can do it. Now, this is different than someone can do it. Someone can do it means someone means somebody other than yourself, right? When you say the word someone, you're talking about not me. But on the other hand, when you say anyone can do it, that means anyone, including yourself, even that person over there who's doing nothing right now, me right here who's somewhere in the middle, I could do it, they could do it, anybody can do it. There's another way to look at success. See, this is the possibilities angle. See, the someone angle is the, well, someone, but not me. This angle, point number two here, this is the possibilities angle. Because someone did it, that means anyone can do it. You often hear people who have created success usually say this as a kind of like a self-deprecating way of including the audience. When they say something, they'll say, well, look, if I was able to do it, then you could do it. You hear people say this on stages when they give speeches. They'll say, well, I come from a background of poverty, or I didn't know both of my parents, or I flunked out of school, or I didn't even go to college, or I dropped out, or I went to jail, or my first two businesses failed. They'll tell you all these self-deprecating truths about themselves as a way to help to basically minimize how you view them. So don't view them as some godlike character just because they're the successful person in front of you. But look, where I started from, the person on the stage is saying this, where I started from is lower than where you're at right now. So if I can do it, you can do it. Many of you have heard people say this. People say this kind of stuff all the time. It's a great sales tactic. It is a great marketing tactic. It is a great motivating and inspiring tactic for an audience, especially when you're the exalted person standing on the stage because you want to humanize yourself and help the audience understand that the reason that you're on the stage is not because you're just so much better than them, but because you just did some things that they haven't done yet 
but you're there to give it to them. So anytime you're selling from the stage, you probably want to do something like this, depending on what you're selling and depending on your audience. There are nuances to it. But in general, any of you who have been in audiences and heard people selling anything from the stage, you have heard some form of this. Someone just telling you how they're not that great. All they did was just plug into some simple things and you can plug into them too. All you got to do is sign up for my course and I'll show you exactly how to do it. People do this all the time. Again, not a bad thing. It's a good tactic that helps people understand, okay, this person is not just some God. That's not the reason they're successful. They're successful just because they have this formula that I don't have yet. And I can just buy the formula by going to the back of the room and paying my money. So again, if I can do it, anyone can do it. This is the possibilities angle. So people will often add a presenter who uses this angle. They often add somewhere in their presentation about all the things that, again, make them not great. I just told you this. I grew up in poverty. I had a low GPA. I barely made the team in high school. My first product didn't sell anything. My first speech was horrible. Here, people do this all the time. I've even done it. I've used it a few times myself. I told you, I barely made the team in high school when I was playing basketball. I walked on to play Division Three college basketball, but I still had a pro basketball career. The fact that I share those truths from my story with audiences in my basketball days helped me sell a whole lot of copies of my book called The Overseas Basketball Blueprint. And those are true stories. I'm not lying. And I'm not even sensationalized. I played one year high school ball, walked on D3 college ball. There's no sensationalism in that story. It's just the truth. And when I tell people that, and then I tell them, hey, I went on to have a damn near 10 year pro basketball career. Here's how I did it. Here's a book for you to learn how to do it. That's the reason why I was able to sell so many copies of the book, not because of the logic of what's in the book. Now, the logic of what's in that book is amazing, but the story is what allowed people to see themselves and myself and say, well, if he could do it, I played three years of high school basketball. This guy played one. So if I could play three, he could play one. He can make it pro. Then why can't I make it pro? Let me get that book. I know I'm going to go pro. So that helps sell the book. All right. Again, this is a good thing to do. Any of you who's a salesperson. So these are things, again, you hear people do this all the time. As I said, humanize themselves. They do this because they want to plant the seed, a possibility in your mind that you don't have to be amazing in order to be successful. You don't have to be as good as them to be successful. And as a matter of fact, you may already be better than them. And so, which means you're guaranteed to be successful if you just do ABC, which is usually involves you doing whatever they're asking you to do. You can replicate or even surpass their success. This is a possibilities mindset, which again, I would strongly suggest if you're going to be an entrepreneur, I would suggest you adopt this mindset. When my son gets old enough to talk, he's going to understand. I'm going to help install this mindset into him. I'm going to let him know, look, son, the things that I'm going to be teaching you from the time that you're five years old, I didn't understand these things. So I was 25 years old. So you got a 20 year head start and you got a basically a mentor and a coach at home to teach you the stuff that I didn't learn until I was a fully grown adult. So you got to have a big head start on me. Everything that it took me years to understand, you're going to understand by the time before you even become an adult. So there's no reason for you to not be 10 times more successful than I am. I'm going to teach him that. And I'm not lying to him. Why? Because I'm setting him up for a success that I was not set up for. So again, possibilities mindset. This is a great tool, folks, not only for yourself to think in these terms, but also if you want to motivate and inspire other people, you need to implant these ideas in other people's minds because it excites and motivates them to believe that they can be successful. Remember that most people are not successful. Most people are average and below average. Most people can't be successful because they don't even have any goals. So when you're trying to motivate and inspire people, especially when you're talking to the masses of people, just a random selection of humans, most of them are going to be average and below average. You have to give them some vision of possibility of success in their mind because most people don't walk around with that as normal equipment. 
Most people don't go and intentionally go look for the kind of stuff that you're hearing right here today. They don't they don't go look for it. And even if they came across it, they wouldn't even know what it was and they wouldn't engage with it. So if you want to move people to action, you must learn how to plant a vision in their minds. You want to see someone who's very good at doing this. Listen to anybody who's running for president. They all do a very good job of this, even the ones who lose. They do a good job of this because the only way you can even garner enough support to where you can even be mentioned in the people who are running for president is you got to get a lot of people to believe in you. And the only way you get a lot of people to believe in you, you're talking to the masses of people, is you got to plant a vision in their minds because they will not show up with the vision already in their heads. Most people don't have one. Everybody follow me here. Good. Doesn't mean that everyone else who does what you do is going to be successful. But again, you want to plant the vision in their mind that they can be because otherwise they won't even try. Okay, so look at other people and always see possibilities for yourself. Again, this is a mindset. This has nothing to do with what you've actually done. Every successful entrepreneur looks at things like this. Ask them and you will see this. And another thing, one more thing on point number two is that many successful people look at things this way and they don't even realize that they're doing it. What I'm doing here today is I'm making it conscious for you so that you can start doing this on purpose. And you'll find a lot of successful people do this without even realizing that they're doing it. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do, and you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is what does seeing other people be successful mean for you? We're going over the possibilities of what you could see. Number three, the main reason most people do not create success in life. And again, as I already told you, by definition, most people are not successful because they don't have goals is because most people see other people's success as having nothing to do with them and having no bearing on their situation. Okay, this other person is successful. Good for them. What the dang got nothing to do with me. That's how most people think. They may not say it in so many words, but that's how most people think about success. All right. This person over here is successful. This person on the billboard in Times Square. They're successful. This person with all the followers on social media, they're successful. This person on TV, they're successful. This person across the street, they're successful. None of that has any bearing on what I'm doing, my situation or what I can do. This is the way most people think by default. This is why most people are average and below average. As I said, and there's some nuance to this. When I see someone else create success, I do not drop everything that I'm doing and just just watch the movie of the other person's success because then I'm abdicating my own responsibilities. But I do always look for little things that I can take from someone else's success and apply them to my own process. And again, you can get this from anywhere. You just have to pay attention. Okay, the key here, folks, is paying attention. And you can apply little things that you get from other people to your own process. And you never know what it might be. This is why you got to pay attention to things. You never know where you may get a good idea from. Remember, I was reading a book of Andre Agassi, who was a former tennis professional, one of the top players in the world in his time. Some of you may remember Andre Agassi. And in his book, 
he talked about how he was struggling as a tennis player. He was already very talented. People knew he was good, but he was struggling. He was not performing up to his level of ability. And he went to see a tennis coach, instructor. And the instructor said, okay, Andre, the mistake that you're making is that you keep trying to hit winners every time you hit the ball in tennis. And a winner is like when you hit the ball in a way that the other player can't return the shot, at least within the rules, and you get a winning shot. So it's like a highlight shot that you get in tennis. So the instructor said, how about, Andre, instead of trying to do that, how about you just keep the ball in play? Just keep the ball in play. When a ball gets hit to you, just hit it back to your opponent and just keep hitting it back and let your opponent make a mistake instead of you trying to force the highlight win. Instead of trying to force the highlight play, just keep hitting the ball back and forth and wait for your opponent to give you an opening or to make a mistake. And then you can win that way. And Andre Agassi started following that and it did actually start working. And I'm sharing that with you to share this. First of all, why was I reading a book about somebody who played tennis? Because I was looking for that little nugget that I could get out of anywhere. And I found it through that point right there. And that was like four years ago when I read that book, but I still remember that. You get what I'm saying here? So this is why you want to be eclectic in where you're getting your sources, where your sources of uh, information, insight and inspiration. And then you want to see what you can take from what you're taking in and see how you could use it yourself. So I always look for these little things that I can take from what other people are doing and apply them to my own stuff. And again, I never look at somebody else's stuff, even if they're doing 100 times better than me and think that I can't possibly do that because there's something special or different about them as a human being. That's not true. Human beings, for the most part, we are about 99% the same, all of us human beings. The main difference between us is the way that we think. Now, some people are short, tall, fat, small, different skin tones, colors, genders, etc. The main difference between us is the way that we think. And the good news about that difference is that you can change the way you think anytime you want. All right, there's a book called Think and Grow Rich. All right, there's a whole genre of books all about consciously altering your thought patterns in order to consciously alter your outcomes. There's a whole genre of books. And if you're watching this on video, I got a bunch of them sitting here right here behind me. All right, these are my books. And there's a million people who've written books on these subjects. You should read them because you never know where you may get the good nugget. So this is the way that you should look at things. Most people don't do this. And what I tell you about opportunity, folks, is always in the opposites. Most people are focused on their own small myopic worlds where they have created barriers in their own minds to their own success, to their own outcomes. And these barriers are completely mental. They're not real barriers. And then these people, once they create these barriers, they live their whole life within these barriers. This is the tragedy right here. So when you see someone else doing a lot better than what you're doing, but don't bother to question as to how they did it or what they're doing, all right, those are the self-imposed limitations that are blocking you. So you can't become a successful person or even approach your full potential with self-imposed limitations blocking your mind from expansion. You cannot become a successful person or even approach your full potential with self-imposed limitations blocking your mind from expansion. This is why the first piece of what we do in Work With Your Game University is building your mindsets. Recap in today's class, which is what does seeing others success mean to you? Again, it's a philosophical question. I'm answering it for you and telling you what these things mean and how you should use them. Number one, when you see success, you could see it as meaning that someone can do it. This is kind of blocking yourself off from you being successful because you don't even consider what are the possibilities for you within what other people have done. Number two, you can see it as anyone can do it. In other words, if I can do it, then so can you. Or if she can do it, then everybody can do it. And again, you see a lot of salespeople and presenters. They do this often. They're letting you know that, hey, I'm not that great, even though I'm the person up on the stage with all the lights on me. I just 
have these few things that I've done. And if you do the same things, you can be just as successful, if not more successful than me, because you're probably better than me now than I was at the stage that you're at right now. Again, you've heard this many times. And number three, main reason most people do not create success in life is because most people look at other people's success and don't even realize that there are some possibilities for themselves within it because their brains are not trained to even consider it. That's why I'm strongly suggesting to you that you train your brain to consider this. There's a way of rewiring your subconscious and your conscious minds, but it has to be done intentionally. It has to be done consciously. It doesn't just happen just because. And this is why the first thing you get when you come into work on your game university is the bulletproof mindset. And with that said, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can get into the work on your game university. You can work with me directly. You can have me as your direct coach and we can get to work on not only your mindset, but the results of that mindset, which will be your actions, your strategies and execution of those strategies, the systems, and how you do the same things consistently, produce consistent revenue and the accountability to make sure everything is doing its job as it's supposed to, amongst other things that support all of those pieces. Again, it's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you have to do is read the label is right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later.